Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking for the high-level strategies and stories behind building a seven-figure product brand, then you're in the right place. On this show, we'll uncover the advanced strategies, stories, and secrets that you need to know in order to take your e-commerce brand to the next level. Are you ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million? Let's dive in. If you are on the fence, about hiring an agency versus running your ads in-house, building your team up in-house, just in general thinking about your marketing, then this is the episode for you. So you want to make sure that you watch or listen to this episode um, and drop any questions that you have in the chat because we are really going to go into the pros and cons of hiring an agency to run your ads or to handle your Facebook ads versus hiring someone in-house or building your team in-house to run your ads. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to make that decision. So I really hope that this episode, that you'll out of this um, episode, out of this live, that you'll really understand the different, you know, benefits or pros and cons to each, because you could go either way. I want to let y'all know that, you know, when I started out, uh, when I started out in marketing, I started out as a one woman show. Like I, I started out as a one woman show. Okay. So I was doing all the marketing. I came into place. I was like, okay, I got to learn how to do SEO. I got to learn how to update websites. I got to learn how to do email. I had to learn how to do social. I had to learn to do all the things. And that, you know, and in that, that's where I started. And then throughout my career, I have worked with different agencies in different capacities, all the way from, you know, working with agencies for one-off things or very specific projects to working with them, actually overseeing an agency that was handling about 90% of the ad spend when I was at Zappos. And so when I originally was hired at Zappos, um, we there was an agency that was hired, that was running all the ads. There was a lot of ads that had to go out. So there was an agency that was doing it. And I came in and was hired to really oversee the agency and to run some ads on more of our smaller campaigns. And then I started to do some digging and figuring out like, what is this agency really doing? Looking at what all the stuff that all the, all the things that they're set up. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't seem right. And so I'm going to go into that a little bit more later, but eventually over time, like we ended up transitioning all of our ad spend in-house, like within a year of me being there, we transitioned all of our ads that we were using this agency for, and we transitioned that in-house and we and it saved up the company a lot of money. And so there's a lot of different things that you want to keep in mind when you're thinking about whether you want to build your marketing team in-house or whether you want to run your marketing in-house and have someone that's overseeing it, or you want to start to use agencies. And there, and you can use them in a combination of, of capacities. And so I'm going to go into that a little bit um, in a second. But for y'all, those of y'all who have not met me, who, who don't know me, my name is Stacy, and I am a fractional CMO. I'm a Facebook ads expert, and I have generated over $150 million leading paid social efforts at Zappos, working on running ad campaigns on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the platforms um, for brands like Crocs, Nike, Adidas, Birkenstock, all literally go to Zappos.com and look at all the all the brands. <laughs> and I've literally run ads for them. They're all the brands on site. Um, and so that's my background. And so I've been in marketing for 11 years. And so I've had my fair share of running things in-house and having to figure stuff out, overseeing interns and hiring people and having to oversee teams, and then also having to out oversee agencies and all those kinds of stuff. So I want to start by saying that there is no wrong way to go. Understand that. There is no wrong way. There is no, 
agency is better than in-house or in-house is better than agency. Really, it depends on your your vision for your business. It depends on, you know, your capacity in your business and what you really kind of start when you look at the future, what you really kind of see. And so I'm going to give you some of the pros and cons of each one, because I think it's really important for you to understand what the differences are, what some, what some benefits are for you to do in-house versus hiring an agency. So let's start with hiring an agency. So hiring an agency, I'm going to give you a couple uh, a couple things. So when you hire an agency, when you think about an agency, whether it's an agency to run your something specific, like run your Google ads, run your Facebook ads, to handle some creative things, or whether you're hiring an agency to do more general things, like to handle everything, meaning they're sending out your emails, they are also you know doing the ads, they're doing Google ads, they're doing Facebook ads, they're doing everything, right? You can hire agencies to do, you can find agencies that do everything, or you can find agencies that are very, very specific in what they do. And so like, for example, one time we worked with an agency um, that was very, very, like their specialty was figuring out the order in which you should create videos. So like you take a, vi a video that's like 10 seconds long, it's like, which clip should be the first two seconds? Which clip should be the last two seconds? Like very specific, right? Um, there are agencies that will help you to create commercials, for example, like if you're running a commercial on TV or on Hulu or you like something like that, you can really find an agency that will specifically help you to do that, right? Or again, you can find agencies that will do everything for you. And so the pro of hiring an agency is one, it's pretty obvious, you get the expertise. You get the expertise off the bat. You don't actually have to train someone on how to do specific things. You actually, theoretically, right, if you're choosing the right agency, let's let's just assume that we're, we've done our due diligence and we're choosing the right agency. <laughs> and if you want some more information about how to choose agencies and what to look for, drop me um, an emoji in the comments because then I will make sure that I record this on an upcoming episode of the um, Roadmap to One Million podcast, which is my podcast, my marketing podcast. So if you have not subscribed to Roadmap to One Million, make sure you go to your podcast app of choice or hold or head over to the link in my bio and click to subscribe because this week's episode was all about Facebook ads. And that's why I'm definitely one of the reasons this, top, this topic is top of mind for me because you can go a variety of different ways, right? Like you can run your ads in-house. You have people who are like, I want to do it in-house. And then you have people who are like, I really just don't want to do any of it. I want to hire an agency. Um, and so that's so that's the, one, the pro of hiring an agency. One, you get the expertise, which is pretty obvious, right? You know, you get, you get the expertise. Two, you decrease your workload. So if you think about your workload, think about how much you're putting into your marketing, right? Like you can hire an agency and they can take most of that off your plate. They can take off, you know, building the ads, running the ads, monitoring them, reporting on them, you know, actually doing the technical stuff, um, all that stuff. Even there are agencies out there that even will come up with the creative for you. They'll give you, I remember when I had my Facebook ad agency, when I was doing done for you services, I do not do done for you services anymore. But when I was doing done for you services, I would have scripts for my clients. I would give them briefs. I would give them templates. I would give the, I would source the creative from them. Right. So we had that kind of relation, that, that kind of agreement where they would create the creative, but I would tell them what I want them to create. I would give them scripts, tell them all the things. And then they would send it to me and then I would go in and build the ads and do all the things, right? And I just send them reporting. And so it's a great way to get that workload off of your plate, right? But here's the thing. Somebody has to oversee what's going on, right? You can't have the agency just out here doing stuff and you don't know what's happening because that's how you end up getting screwed. And I'm going to talk about um, a story a little bit more, that story I talked about at the top in a second when we get to the cons. But keep that in mind. Somebody has to oversee this agency. So even if you're thinking about an agency taking off all of the work off of your plate, 
there's still going to be some work you have to do. You still have to make sure that they're sending you your weekly reports or however often you're getting reporting. You still have to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're not just doing some stuff that they can just, that they're just trying to hack together so that your account doesn't get banned, all those things. So there is still an amount of work that is on your plate, even when you hire an agency. Especially in the beginning, right? Especially when you're onboarding them and you're trying to, they're trying to understand your brand voice, all, you know, what copy you use, all that kind of stuff. They're trying to gather assets. They're trying to get you onboarded. There's a lot, of, there's definitely a significant amount of work that you have to put in. So don't go into it thinking that they're going to take everything off your plate and you're going to be completely, you know, you have to do nothing, right? You're still going to have to do something. You're still going to have to oversee them. Hey, are you doing all the things when you'd rather be CEOing? What if instead of doing the, all the things like figuring out the marketing strategy and leading the team, you could free up your time to focus on other areas of your business that really need your attention? That's possible when you work with my team at Stacey Zeland Co. We are strategic marketing partners for e-commerce brands that want to take their sales and impact to the next level. Ready to stop playing small and do what it takes to become a big-ass impactful brand? Head over to RoadmapTo1Million.com to book a call with me. Don't wait. Now. Right now is your time. Head over to RoadmapTo1Million.com to book a call with me. I look forward to helping you get to your next level. So cons of hiring an agency. One, it cuts into your profit, right? Agencies can be very expensive. You have agencies that are going to charge, that some, some agencies charge you a percentage of the ad spend. Um, on top of their fee. So they'll charge you like a retainer for uh, a monthly retainer. Then some of them will also charge you a percentage of the ad spend that you um, spend every month. So if you're spending $5,000 and they're charging you, they're going to charge you, you know, if, they're, if you're spending $5,000 a month, they may charge you, you know, whatever their fee is, plus an extra 2% of the ad spend. And that's a way for them to cover there to make sure that they are covered if the ad spend increases. So like, for example, if they are, if you, if, if your agency is running ads for you and you're spending $5,000 a month, one month, and you have a great month and you're like, Oh, we like, you know, tripled, uh, quadrupled our ads, our, our revenue for this month. Let's spend more money, you know? And then you go up to $6,000 a month. That agency gets more, they get compensated for that. That's why they add that percentage on that so they can get compensated for that increase in spend and that increase in theoretically the increase in work, even though it's not a whole lot of extra work to increase a budget. You know, you just kind of increase the budget. <laughs> but, you know, they, that's why they charge that. So be mindful of that. So keep an eye out for that. Like, what are the actual fees that your agency is charging you? Because sometimes it's not just a retainer. Sometimes it's also a percentage of ad spend. Sometimes it's also them charging you for creative or give or baking the creative capabilities that they have in their agency within to, into their price. Right. So think of so there's a lot of different things that come into that come into consideration when you're thinking about costs for um, ad agencies or any kind of agency that you're running. Specifically, ad agencies, they typically charge a percentage on top of that. But some of them don't. I didn't charge a percentage of ad spend on top of mine because I just didn't want to keep track of all that. <laughs> I just made sure that my pricing was was accurately priced. Um, but anyway. So that's, so that's the thing, right? It cuts into your profit, which is obvious, right? So you have to account for those extra costs of hiring an agency and having someone to do it for you versus at, when you do it in-house, it's probably going to cost you less because you're paying someone's salary, right? But you're, all, I mean, you're, you're paying a salary and you're paying benefits and those kinds of things. So keep that in mind for, for your costs. But if, you, if you're weighing your costs and you're saying like, hey, like, should I hire an agency or should I hire this person in-house? Think about how much is it going to cost on top of your ad spend? for the agency, because that's another thing that I, um, I, I uh, skipped over a little bit. You have your ad spend that's going to Facebook. 
you have your retainer information, your, your your monthly retainer that's going to your ad agency, and then you usually have a percentage of ad spend that's on top of that. Okay, and then you have to also keep in mind that you're you're paying for creative if they are not a creative agency, or you're sourcing creative somehow, right? Like if you have a graphic designer on your team that can handle the creative, you know that's fine, right? Those are those are kind of costs that you want to consider. But then when you're hiring someone in house. You want to consider, you know, their salary. You want to consider their benefits, but you also want to consider training because that's a big thing for when you're building an in-house team. I remember when I went to my first ever business conference, <laughs> right? Um, I was working at this business law firm. I was the one woman show there, the only marketer there, youngest, only black woman for a while. Like, so, you know, all the things it was, a, it was a great place to work. Luckily I had a CEO who was very involved with the marketing. Like he loved marketing. Um, and so I got to go to, to conferences, to business conferences. I remember I went to, um, what's the damn name of the software? It's not Salesforce. It's one of their competitors. Um, I went to the um, their conference and I learned so much, right? Like I was able to go get, like I actually had people, like was able to sit down and have them look at our CRM system and teach me how to do certain things and show me how to do stuff. And so it was very valuable for me as an employee, very valuable for the employer, right? Because they're paying this expense to get to, to up-level my skills, right? And so that one that creates a sense of loyalty, that's a pro of hiring in-house. It increases retention when you can pour into your employees and make sure that they are consistently growing and improving their skills. You know, your employees love that. They want to feel like they're growing and they can grow within your organization. And you, as a CEO, support them in that growth, right? And so that's a, so that's the thing you have to consider is like, you, go, you want to make sure that you are... Um, considering how much it's going to cost to either train your person in-house and make sure whether you're hiring an expert like me that's going to show you how to run Facebook ads in-house and show you how to make sure that you're doing it correctly, make sure the setup's good, make sure that and delivering you a strategy, right? You have to bake that into your costs because that person needs to be trained, right? And there are tons of free resources out there, but let me tell you, if you want to get to seven figures, if you want to make hundreds and fifty million dollars, you need to make sure people know what they're doing, right? You want to make sure that you're investing into your employees to make sure that they're getting that skills that they need and not relying on YouTube. I remember when I had to rely on YouTube, y'all. Okay. Like I remember jobs where I had to figure shit out, relying on YouTube, relying on Google, all that stuff. And it takes away the time that you're spent actually executing because you're trying to figure out how to do stuff. Right. And so think about that when you're when you're hiring people and you're bringing people onto your team. It's like, yes, you could, you know, have them figure it out for free. But that also has a cost to it because they're spending their time trying to figure it out. They're making mistakes, which they should be doing. Right. They have you have to make mistakes in marketing in order to grow. You have to know what doesn't work. You have to fail in order to figure out what works. And so that is a part of the process. But as a CEO, you have to make sure that you are accounting for that if you want to have someone that's in-house. So making sure that you're accounting for costs for training, making sure you're accounting for costs for expertise or getting that expert that you really need to um, have in that seat. Right. So keep that in mind, because that's a that's a big thing there. And also keep in mind that with with in-house, you can typically move a lot faster than you can when you're working with an agency because we have the agency, it's all that back and forth, right? In-house, you might actually be able to have someone who can like look at the ads and make a change really quick, right? Or you may be able to come up with a campaign or come up with say like, hey, well, you know, we have this creative that's doing really well organically. Can you put this into an ad? That's something that we would do um, at Zappos all the time is like, let's see if some stuff that's working organically, let's put that, put some ads behind that. And so if I see something popping off on TikTok or I see something popping off on Instagram and I'm like, oh, let me th throw that into an ad. All I have to do is reach out to the person and say like, hey, send me the creative, right? And I get that and I can go. 
with an agency, it's like, oh, well, you know, we think this is doing really well on social. You got to send it to them. They got to have their thoughts and their opinions and their back and forth. And then, you know, the, and, and then they'll, they'll, they'll maybe push back a little bit and say like, oh, we got this. We know what we're doing. Or we'll factor that into next month. Right. So typically when you have worked in-house, you can move a little bit faster than you can when you work with an agency. And so think about your business model. Is it something that moves a lot faster? Is there a lot of change? Right. There was a ton of change at Zappos. Let me tell you, <laughs> change was one of the core values. OK, so there was tons of change. All something was always changing and all that kind of stuff. So and when you're in-house, you can move things faster. You can handle change faster. Um, cons of in-house. I'm going to go through these really quick. A couple cons of running things in-house is that um, one, handling multiple projects can be overwhelming. Right. Like I told you all about how when I started out in marketing, I very much was a one woman show. I had to figure all the shit out. I had to figure out how to send out emails, how to have subject lines that work really well, how to update websites, how to do sales pages, how, like all the things you have to figure out how to do all the stuff. Right. And so handling all that stuff is a lot. It can be overwhelming. Right. So make sure that you're pouring into your team and making sure you're keeping an eye on their workload, because a lot of times, especially if you're a hungry marketer, like when I was a hungry junior marketer, I want to learn all the things I want to learn everything. Because back then, a specialization wasn't a thing. Right. Back then, digital marketing was the specialization. <laughs> OK. And so knowing digital marketing meant knowing how to build Google ads, how to, you know, run, how to do all the things. Right. Um, and so. That can be overwhelming. So make sure that you're, if you have people who are hungry and on your team, you're making sure you're keeping an eye on what they're doing. Because sometimes when you're spreading yourself too thin, then you're not able to really put into the work that you can with when you're specializing. So like, you know, for example, when I started, um, as I mentioned, I want, you know, one woman show did all the things. When I went to Zappos, I really got to only specifically focus on paid social. And so that meant that I was able to level up my skills specifically in this area. So I had to understand the technical stuff, have to understand the creative stuff, have to understand the strategy. Right. And so but I was able to really to, to contain it around a specific thing. And so really being able to learn, level up my skills in that specific thing. So keep that kind of stuff in mind, because it could be overwhelming to handle multiple not even just multiple projects, but handling multiple channels can be a lot, especially if you're doing volume, especially if you're a, you know, a brand that's at like six figures, multi six figures, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have all the things, you have organic social. And I understand that you can't necessarily hire someone to specialize in each area. And so that's where sometimes if you might want to think about a combination of working in-house and agencies, which is something I was going to talk about next, because there is a way for you to, 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 to work both ways, right? You can do a combination. So you have in-house, you have your marketing, you know, your marketing person in-house, you have someone who you're leveling up their training, they're handling all the things, but then you might have an agency that also handles specifically Google ads because you find that your Google ads convert really, really well. They bring you a lot of money and you really want to special have someone who's a specialist to bring that to life, to make that even bigger. I would say the same thing about your Facebook ads. If you're finding that you're running Facebook ads and they're doing very, very well, and you want to take them to get to the next level, you either have to invest in the training that's going to take to get to the next level, to get your person to the next level, or hire, maybe you want to hire an agency to start to build that out for you, right? And then you can always bring it back in-house later, okay? So that's the thing. It's like nothing, that's why I said it's like there is no right or wrong here. It's more so just thinking about the vision of your business. Like, do you want to have a business where the in-house, where your in-house team is actually, you know, their power, you have a powerhouse in-house team, they're, they're, they're good with change, they can do things on the fly, you're training them, you're investing in their, in their advancement, they're very loyal to you, they know your brand, right? Because that's another thing when you're working with agencies, you work with multiple, multiple people, they may not know your brand as well as you do. They may not be able to speak the language that you speak or the, the, the language that your employees can speak, right? And so those are, so there's a lot of different things that you can go back and forth. But again, 
using a combination definitely works. Like, for example, I always recommend, like, if you're doing something very specific, like if you're running a commercial and you're like, hey, I want to run a commercial on Hulu, get somebody that knows how to make commercials, <laughs> right? Don't just try to get on YouTube and try to figure that shit out. Like, find someone who is very specific. Like, we know how to make commercials that sell because it's a very specific skill set, very specific skill set. And so, but there are other things like, you know, organic social, you might be able to have someone who is really good at organic social. You can train them on how to do paid social because there is that similar concept there, right? Of, of it being a social channel because ads on social still have to have that social element, even though they are an ad. If you're thinking about Google ads, Google ads, very bottom of the funnel, very specific, like buy this, do this, do that. Facebook ads have to have an element of storytelling. They have to have an element of social to them. Um, and so if you have someone on your team who's really good at making reels, who's really good at doing, you know, organic social, training them on how to run ads would be a very great up leveling of their skill set, right? Because that is a natural, natural progression and they can start to work both channels. And once you start to get to a higher capacity, then maybe you want to have someone to help them out or you want to have some, you know, bring on an intern to bring some other people onto the team to take some of their workload off so that they can really step into being the strategist. But either way, you know, like that's that's so I hope that those things are helpful. I hope that these considerations are helpful for you. Um, if you are considering building your team in-house, I love in-house teams. That is who I primarily work with. I work with in-house teams because I want you to be able to build an in-house team that is really going to be able to take your, your business to the next level. Um, I like I said, I had the experience of working with agencies as work well as working with in-house. And there's nothing really like building an in-house team, y'all. Like when you can build a team that has the skill set that is hungry, that knows your brand, that wants, that believes in you as the CEO and is, believes in your mission, that is important, right? It's important to have people who really, really buy into your vision and really want to see you succeed on your marketing team, right? You can hire people who are just like, I'm just in it for a job, right? That's fine. But especially if you have a mission-driven company, if you are like in a wellness brand, you're a cannabis brand, you're on the world, you're on, a, on the course to change the world, right? You want to have people on your team who really believe in what you're doing. And so if you're thinking about running your Facebook ads in-house and you've decided you want to run your ads in-house, definitely take a look at my VIP day um, because I will teach your team, I will teach you and your team how to do it correctly. I will show, I'll create the strategy for you so that you will know, like, this is our Facebook ad strategy. This is what the campaigns we're going to run in the next 90 days. This is what the creative should look like. And then your team, and then I'm providing training for your team to figure out, like, what are the best practices? How do you build these things so that they actually convert? Because there is a technical piece of Facebook ads that you really need to understand. Um, and so really just up-leveling their skill set. So if that's something that you're interested in, head over to my site, stacyzeal.co slash VIP, or send me a DM, DM me the word VIP, and we can get a conversation going about whether this is right for you. This is definitely going to be right for you if you, one, want to run your ads in-house and you want to have it, you have, you have the capacity to do that. Um, two, you're making consistent revenue and you're ready to triple or you know, ready to double or triple your revenue. And so you're in scale mode, right? That's important. Facebook ads are not just for getting one or two sales. They're not just for, you know, you trying to figure out like, oh, I just want an extra one or two sales a day, right? Unless you have like high end luxury products that, you know, and that's your sales cycle. But really it's about figuring out like, how do you build momentum? How do you get multiple sales per day? Then how do we increase that from two, from 10 sales a day to 20 sales a day? Right. Like that's what scaling is. That's what Facebook ads can do for your business. They are for explosive sales, exponentially more sales in your business is what you want to use Facebook ads for. Not just to get extra couple sales, not to just be like, oh, I just want to get through this holiday. I just want to get through this month and be able to say that I'm, you know, that I'm that my revenue is positive. Right. It's really for a it's really a scaling tool. 
It's a place, it's a, it's an ad. I mean, it's a, a strategy that will take your business literally to the next level. And so if that's something that you're interested in, definitely send me a DM, DM me the word VIP. We can talk about it and figure out if this is right for your business, or you can head over to the link in my bio, go to my um, sales page to check out my VIP day. There's a video on there with all the things and all the details and stuff that there to talk about it. So I hope that this was helpful. So definitely make sure you subscribe to Roadmap to 1 Million. Send me a DM, DM me the word VIP if you want to know how I can create a customized Facebook ad strategy for you and train your team on how to do it right so that they can take your business to the next level. And I will see y'all on the next live or the next episode of the, of the podcast. All right. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Roadmap to 1 Million podcast. I just know you got a nugget or two from that episode that will take your brand to the next level if you take action. Keyword, take action. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist to get a free resource that will help you to take action on what you learned today so that you can get on to building the brand of your dreams. And be sure to leave us a review so businesses like yours can get this gold as well. All right, y'all. I'll see you on the next episode.